Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Google. Google's two-step verification was built to secure your account and help prevent cyber attacks, even if your password is compromised. That's why Google has made it easy to sign into your account with this additional layer of protection. Just one tap and you're in. Learn more at safety.google. Hello. Hey, what's going on, Rick? Hey, what's up, John? Nothing much. So, in case anybody isn't wondering, we're actually doing a spoiler-free review for The Joker. And I just have to say, whenever I saw this movie last night, I was completely blown away with the performance that Joaquin Phoenix actually gave. I actually thought that he gave the character the charisma that the Joker actually needed. I actually liked the whole entire deal where it goes into his mental mental health, mental health and also the fact, too, that he went through a whole lot of stuff to get to the point to where he was the Joker. It was, I felt like it was like a slow burn, just like a taxi driver type movie to, in order for him to be the way he is. What do you think about that? I I completely agree. It's not a story about the Joker. It's more about how to, someone becomes a Joker. What his character went through, this Arthur Fleck, to end up getting to the point where he actually becomes the Joker. And and I really like that about it. it it's you know we've known some other origin stories that uh, have been said in other comics and movies, like the nineteen eighty nine Batman, and even. In- series where it's kind of like a quick thing that happens. You talk about it a little bit and it's over and then he's the Joker whereas this, like you said, it's a slow burn, a lot of stuff between the beginning of the movie and him actually taking on that Joker persona and I, I love that. Another thing too is and another thing that it reminds me of is like a fallen down situation. It takes its time to for him to get to that breaking point like you said and like it, it ends up no to be honest with you, I actually kind of agree with Arthur in a way, in a sense, with the way everything went down. Because the guy can only take so much until he's actually oh, broken. De- definitely. Like, it's a, such a dark movie. It's a really, really dark movie. It's not for kids. And it is, there's some violence and all, all this stuff going on. And at the end, you still kind of feel bad for him. Like, you understand. And uh, you, you can get like, yeah, I, I totally get why he would go on that path and uh that was one of my major films while when leaving i was like i don't blame him like (laughs) that's uh right it could happen to anyone if you're going through something that insane 
Exactly. And then another thing, too, is there is some mentions of Bruce. There's also some mention of his father, of Thomas Wayne being in it. And, you know, I actually can't actually agree with Arthur, too, because it's like, okay, why do I even why do you even care about me? You don't care about these people. You're the one who says that we're family, but really we're not family at all. You're pretty much tossing all of our middle class people aside and everything. And the law is not being the law anymore or anything like that. Sometimes we have to take law into our own hands and everything. And people are thinking that he's the coward because he's supposedly hiding behind a mask. But really, he's been he's been taking crap load from people over and over again throughout this whole entire movie between the person giving him the gun between him getting jumped in the alleyway between everything that's been going on with him. And yeah, he, he, he kind of becomes a, a vigilante in a way to some of the people of Gotham city. Like he, to them, he's doing the right thing by going on and being this, uh, this Avenger of the lower class and all this stuff uh, with some of the action he takes in the movie. And that of course, you know, leads up to, to the finale, but like you agree with him, like like we said before, right. uh, you're on his side through some of it, and you feel bad for him, despite the fact that he's you know doing a lot of really bad things. Right. And another thing too is it was like a Caesar Romero moment. If you remember the Caesar Romero Joker uh, 1950s uh, Batman movie uh, that they did, where it's like, well, he tells Batman, well, you hide behind a mask and everything. And then it's kind of like the same situation going on where people saying, well, he's hiding behind a mask and showing his own cowardice because he's hiding behind a mask and doing this. So I like kind of the switch that they did with that, with the Cesar Romero type deal. Yeah. And there is a lot of, I like this movie because it did show homage to a couple of the previous Batman, uh, you know, movies and comics and stuff like that. Uh, while still going its own route. Another thing is, like, the mask, one of them kind of, they kind of look a little bit like Cesar Romero's mask when he first does, you know, that reveal. And they did the same thing in The Dark Knight uh, with his mask. And it's kind of like, you know, going back, respecting the old times. Uh, I do like that it's going its own way, though. I'm happy that they have a new character being the Joker. It's not Jack Napier or any of the other ones that kind of already have a storyline uh right. in a way like it's going its own way with this it's brand new movie. character and that there's so much that they can do with that and i love that it leaves it the door wide open for stands their own standalone movies and stories and stuff so it's interesting to see if they do go somewhere else with this even if just in like comics or something and not another movie Exactly, and that's what I got from it too. Is this movie is its own separate movie, its own separate entity, and that's what I like about it. I like the fact that it's its own thing without having to mention other versions or be other versions of the Joker or anything like that. It's its own story, and yeah. there's something great about that. It's the originality behind it that Morris Scorsese's uh, production company actually did, and I like the fact too that it takes place in the 1980s. It gives that little 80s uh, flavor to it. Yeah, I love I love the vibe, uh, kind of noir type vibe they give all the Gotham City all the time, um, and and like I said before, it, it is its own thing, but they still do have little tidbits from from the past, such as you know he's a failed comedian. That tends to be another thing that goes along with some of the uh, other like the Killing Joke 
uh, some of the other past right. versions of them, but it's still separate while still being the story that we know at the same time. Exactly. So, it's cool. I love how they did that. Me too. And I like the fact, too, they actually made him into a comedian just like they did in The Killing Joke. And nobody is even getting his jokes or anything like that. But in his head, <laughs> he feels like it's landing with the audience and the audience is just not going with him. He's, he's on a whole nother level. And the audience is just not flowing with it. But uh, it, but he doesn't understand that, and that kind of right. falls in with the whole mental uh, health issue that's uh, repeated throughout the movie. Um, and I love the way that they uh, that they portrayed uh, the issues with mental health and how difficult it is for some people to get the help that they need, or that you know they don't understand what's going on with them, and that is a uh, that can be eye-opening for some people that, you know, you can empathize with. uh, Right. Because that plays a major, major role in this movie is, you know, how he got to be the Joker and mental health has a big part to do with that. But again, you can see a normal person dealing with these issues still being like, being like, yeah, that, that's rough. That pushes you over the edge. I could see that. Right. Another thing too is it's like, he was going in for help and everything, and then it's like this whole entire city is just swallowing him up, oh, like taking yeah. him off to the curb. Yeah, and that sucked. <laughs> I'm like, this dude is trying to uh, trying to do something about this mental illness and everything, and here you are saying, well, we don't have this funding for this anymore. We can't afford this funding, and Thomas Wayne is in charge of the funding for all this. And now it's like he's like, okay, I'm on my own now. What do I do? It's like, damn if I do and damn if I don't. And it's like, I can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's trying. He's trying to get the help that he And again, it kind of speaks to, to the world, the mental health world that even we have to deal with in today's society is that it's tough. And it makes you be able to, you know, walk in, in his shoes a little bit, which, you know, it's, it is, though, a, a really, really dark movie. I, was, I knew it was going to be dark when i went to go see it and i was excited about that and i wasn't out that theater i was like man that was disturbing on some levels it was like and i'm a big horror movie fan and i walked out of there like oh geez right <laughs> messed up scenes in there especially the part where it, it got is really, not for kids no it is definitely not for kids and a matter of fact when we get to that graphic scene in that movie like i knew it was going to be graphic but I didn't know on the level intensity of that level that it was actually going. And I looked at the person next to me, and that person is like just shocked because she brought her <clears> teenage <throat> kid into the theater, and also some little kids in the theater. And she's just looking all horrified. And here I am, just fanboying over this whole <laughs> thing of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but there were some little kids in front of me, and I was like, they should not be in this theater. Right when it was over, I was like, oh geez. But uh, it's it's it gets pretty messed up. Like there were signs in my theater when I went in saying that this is not your typical comic book character movie. This is, you know, a lot. It had the rated R, you know, things that right. were on the movie, saying that you know if you're 17 or under 17, rather, you have to have an adult, and you're you don't recommend it, and all this other stuff. Like I kind of read it and I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I walked out of that. I'm like, yeah, no, that. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> exactly. Like, you you can actually know that it's true, but the tantalization of the fact when you walk in there and actually see it, that's another whole entire different deal. 
Yeah. Especially, like I said, that graphic scene in that thing and everything was something. And then, too, there was that one scene, too, in that same scene where I, where I was cracking up laughing, especially when they list that one dude go. And <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was laughing. The theater was laughing. It still kind of uh, has that that Joker humor in it during that one part. And right. but they, um, you know, they, the Joker has evolved so much from when he first debuted, uh, where he was kind of almost like uh, slapstick, some of his gags and stuff, and especially in Cesar Romero's version of the Joker, it's just, I mean, he's just a joke. <laughs> like, he's, right. he's, all his things are so funny, and how he's evolved into this really dark, depressing, disturbed person. But, like, that doesn't, stop you from liking him no. you enjoy the movie and uh it's it's interesting to see that transition because i grew up you know uh watching caesar man with the bam pow wow and right the uh batman animated series where still some like gags and funny in there and now i'm watching him uh not be so funny <laughs> right and i'm with you on that too because i actually grew up on the old reruns of the 1950s caesar romero stuff and things like that and i went through the <laughs> fake album stuff Sorry. and then also no it's okay but um but i went through all that though too with the bing pow boom stuff and then also too with jack nicholson's uh joker and everything else different transitions of the joker and everything and how dark it is now is like total mind blowing and then the dark humor too to go with it. Because I'm the type of person that loves dark humor. I think it's just the Oh yeah, me too. I think it's just the Italian in me because of the fact that I'm used <laughs> to gangster related movies. So it's like I love dark humor. And it depends on the level of humor and if they were able to bring that humor out, I'll be laughing my butt off the maybe about 10 minutes through uh, because I'm thinking about that one particular, certain particular scene. But yeah, uh, there's are quite a few scenes in there that, you know, you, you can't help but chuckle. Even after that, I know exactly what scene you're talking about and that is a messed up scene and still seconds after it happens, you're laughing. Right. <laughs> and it's just one of, one of those moments in the movie where you, you know, you know, like, it's, it's a good movie. It was well done. It, right. You can go that range of emotions like that. Um, also, it was just so well done. It was incredible, in my opinion. It was. And I would love to see Walking Phoenix at, to go on ahead and win an Academy Award for that performance because he deserved it. Hands oh, down. my God. Yeah, I, I completely agree. If he doesn't get a nomination, I'm, I'm you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably nothing, but... Right. <laughs> But like he he deserves it. He I deserves agree. that Oscar. Another thing, uh, just the way he portrayed it, right? Wow, he, he was mind blowing. He was magnificent in it and everything. I really liked that. And then too, another thing, I liked it when he was dancing on the steps. It goes in from that uh, rock type music of that era, and then it goes in that classical Joker feel to it. Mm-hmm. I love the. Transition I think the, that. I I think that the dancing is is great. I love how they put that in there and how he just like randomly does it every now and then. <laughs> and, that, and that one scene is so funny. I know it's what you're talking about with the gun, right? <laughs> and so I was I was laughing at that whole part. And it's 
But looking back on it, it's a pretty messed up part. It is taking his mental health into into consideration after the fact. It's like, oh, you know. But again, you're you're laughing at it, and that goes to show, you know, how great it is. Uh, and they portray the characters, ones that we uh, they introduce some new ones and like Arthur Fleck himself, but they still have uh, you know, some older the Tom, the Wayne family, of course, is in it. Uh, and Thomas Wayne, they uh kind of different how they portrayed him than in previous films, uh, right. films and comics and stuff where he was kind of always like a like an upstanding citizen goody two-shoes guy and in this version uh they portrayed him pretty differently i wouldn't say you know he's a bad guy or anything no. but but in he's not author- portrayed in that same light no especially in the it's telling in the eyes of authors eyes and that's what i was thinking of too was like in Arthur's eyes he sees him as the villain because of everything that's been uh, the city and everything because of how the city yeah. is treating him basically yeah, that's definitely true because if you think of it like this it's kind of like Camelot <clears throat> where you have Thomas Wayne who's sitting at the high table and here's Arthur in Camelot getting his ass kicked throughout the whole entire thing <laughs> and... he's, a, he's a peasant right where, and, where Thomas Wayne is king. Exactly. And it's like, how am I going to be able to get through all this stuff? How am I going to not break my, to my breaking point and everything? Because he tried over periods of time, even confronting and confront, confronting and stuff like that. And it just never worked. No. Uh, but, like, the only, uh, the only time Thomas Wayne really has been like a, a bad guy is in the the Telltale series, right? Uh, the video game, but um, other than that, Thomas Wayne has always been you know a perfect, you know, not well, not perfect. They they always have flaws, but he's always looked at as a really good person who had the best for for the city in mind, and that could still possibly be true. But this is all seen through Arthur's mind. And right. when you go to watch the movie, when you finally see it, because I don't want to spoil anything, that's not always the best way to see things, but that's the yeah. way he sees things. And it can get kind of cloudy. Exactly. And so. then another thing I want to talk about is Robert De Niro's part. It's kind of like a Johnny Carson type of deal where he was actually being Johnny Carson. If you know who oh, he was great. Yeah, he was fantastic. <laughs> for him to be in it for like the 10 minutes that he was in it and everything, and then him making fun of him, I'm like, this is not going to end well for you, man. This is not going to Oh, end- no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he, he was a great character in there. He didn't play uh, a huge part, but he ended up being a major influence in what happens in the story of the Joker. Right. And... That goes to show, you know, also how people, like celebrities, there have been, ton, I mean, tons of cases in real life where someone took their relationship with a celebrity way too far, where, uh, you know, bad things happen. Right. And, uh, you know, this kind of goes into that with the whole mental health problem and stuff like that, of how he views this guy. Uh, and, I mean, it's... it's I don't know. It's great. I'd watch that show. <laughs> I'd watch I that would, show. It's pretty funny. <laughs> he was. And then another thing, too, was 
like in Mar- in his in Arthur's mind, he has this vision of meeting his hero. And then it's like one of those things where you finally get to meet your hero and it's not who you think that hero is. And, oh yeah. And it just plateaus and you know, because I had situations where I met like certain band members and I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. And then all of a sudden they turn into like giant douchebags. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that was not what I had envisioned that to be. <laughs> and that's exactly yeah, what Arthur I, went through. I feel like a lot of people judge uh, celebrities on the characters they portray, but a lot of these celebrities are, are actors. That's right. not how they really are. That's how they pretend to be, right. you know? And But in your mind, you think of them in this way, and then he meets him in reality, and, and you know, it doesn't help. No, it does not help. <laughs> it makes things much worse. And then... Another thing too is him playing that date and then make him hit school. Sorry, I got a little cold. No, it's okay, man. <clears throat> uh, but another thing I really liked was whenever he was making fun of him, and then Maury goes on ahead and tries to invite him on the show, and the stuff that goes down when he's on the show is like, yeah, that's full Joker. That's like, oh yeah, hundred percent. At that point, at that point, he he has embraced. The Joker in him, and it, that's that's when when that scene happened. I'm like, all right, this is it. This this is where it's all going down. Like, and I, I like it again because it's not a movie about the Joker. It's no. about the journey that someone has to go through. All these things adding up, and it kind of did remind me. The Killing Joke is my favorite Batman comic. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of people's favorite. It's it's very well written. Um. And uh, in my opinion, of course, but right. it kind of goes on that that one bad day could dra- drive you know the sanest man to to lunacy. And uh, although it wasn't one day, you can definitely see how it just piled on and piled on and piled on until eventually he broke. Exactly. And and you feel bad for him. You, you empathize with him at the end. Like yeah, no, I, I got it, dude. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, I think that's going to be it for the review part. But uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to it, or? Um, not really. Other than I definitely believe it it deserves an Oscar. I do too. And I definitely believe that uh, it is worth see it. Don't let your kids see it. Definitely it is not. not a child movie. <laughs> it is not a typical comic movie. Um, I feel like. One last thing I want to mention is that most comic book movies now, I feel like, are action movies. And this is, although there is action in it, it is not an action movie. No. It is a drama. Exactly. It is uh, definitely. So don't go in there expecting the DC uh, Universe or the Marvel Universe movies. Uh, Get that out of your mind because it's a totally different style of movie. But it's still absolutely fantastic. Exactly. And that's how I feel too. Like, you know, it's a small, it's a slow burn movie, but once that tension is released and everything, it goes on full throttle from there. And it's not based on the action oh, itself, yeah. it's about the story and the transition of the Joker, like you mentioned earlier, and everything. And this is definitely not suitable for kids or anything. This thing would actually give kids nightmares, I think. <laughs> Uh, probably yeah but uh another thing i want to mention um this has nothing to do with the joker movie or anything like that 
but Rick and I are actually part of the Joker Unleashed page and everything. So if you guys actually want to follow us on the Joker Unleashed page, put in some speculations on stuff that they you thought that might actually happen inside the trailer itself and it didn't go down that way, go in here and leave us a message, uh, message us and everything on the Joker Unleashed page and everything and follow the Joker Unleashed. And of course, on the Movie Lovers Unite page as well. I'm actually going to post a link to Rick's page of uh, the Joker Unleashed in the description so that way they can follow follow that page. So we'll be able to, so that way the audience can actually experience that. Um, we actually have, we have a bunch of things going on on that page and everything. Yeah, I actually, I actually plan in, a, in about a, probably on Friday, when it's been out for a week, I do want to put like a pinned post to the top thing of like, you know, spoilers, don't go in here unless you've seen it, where we can have like an open discussion about like put your opinions of of how the movie went, what you liked, what you didn't like, stuff like that. So I want to give it a week so that way it gives enough people to to have seen it and put in their two cents. And I would love to join that conversation with some of you guys. So check out The Joker Unleashed on Facebook and uh, on Friday I'll be up, but even before then, posting about Joker all the time. That's what we do on there. All right. Um, that's Rick, and this is John uh, from Movie Loves Unite. And until next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome, Bye. man. Anytime. <laughs> hey, I, I'm glad to have Peace. you on the show. All right. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks. I think it was.